Welcome to another episode of Production Pod. I'm your host, Marquel Bird. I'm really excited. Today is really going to be a great episode. We're going to be talking about your mind and how to actually combat certain things that you may be surrounded through and by when you're doing production. So <clears throat> again, Production Pod is an amazing podcast where we actually talk about how you could be your best self and we interview different experts in different industries in production and really being able to produce things, people who are doing things with themselves. So uh, this episode, I was thinking about, I was thinking about my boy, Joe, you know, I brought him up last episode and we were talking about just, you know, your mind. And right now I'm, I'm writing something and it's just so important for us to really stay focused through our journey. The things that we may be doing, if we want to produce something, if we're like thinking about even a production itself, we have to prepare every time. If we're going to do a whole build out or we're going to do a movie, we're going to do a trailer, we're going to do something, we have to always prepare. So I think about that in reference to my, to, to my mind itself, because there I brought up last episode, my depression. And I said, oh, I'm going to talk about this in another episode. And <clears throat> when I look back at what I was really going through financially, what I was going through mentally, physically, I just was not in the best space. I would even say not even the best person. And some people may may even push back at me at that because they say, yo, Mark, you always are positive. You always try to like do your best. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you mean by that. And it's true. I don't think I was the best person. And what I mean by that, it doesn't mean that I wasn't happy or nice to others. It means that I just wasn't nice to myself. And how it all started, I was living with my aunt Tasha and I was really, I was at IR, the Institute of Audio Research, and I was really depressed. It was probably the darkest time of my life. And <clears throat> I wrote out a whole letter. I said, you know what? I'm going to end it. I'm just going to just call it quits. Like, that's it. No more. I'm tired of feeling this way. I'm tired of being this way. And I believe that, you know, we always bring up the enemy or the devil. You know, we, we say these things. And I think they're also in reference to something that's just not connected to our best self. So for me, my enemy at that time was me. And <clears throat> I believed me. When I looked in the mirror, I believed that I wasn't a good person. I wasn't the best person. I wasn't this engineer. I would never be it. And you'll never be. And, you know, I don't know what I was listening to at the time what music, what I was surrounded by, I don't know, but I just was not in the best space spiritually or just mentally. And one day I wrote out a whole letter of an apology to my family and friends and people who I, I was close to during that time, just to let them know that, hey, it's okay. You know, it wasn't your fault. And I left it on the bed and I said, you know, they'll find it. They'll find out that, <clears throat> you know, this is what I was going through because I had a journal and I just sat it there on my bed because, you know, I was like, yo, after they find my body, you know, my aunt will 
they're going to open it and be like, hey, like, you know, he was going through something. And most people that usually are going to commit suicide and things like that, they usually don't tell anyone. They really are not the most vulnerable. You're like, oh, my gosh, I was just with him. I, I never would have known. And that was me. I said, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just going to leave. You know, I, I think it's best that way. So I was living on Gun Hill Road. I walked to the train and that morning I was going to jump in front of the train, but I didn't. I'm still here, clearly. And when you go to Gun Hill Road, you that that train stop to catch the two, you'll notice that you have to go up all of these steps to even get up there. You got to hike. You got to fight to get to the train. And I'm t- every step that I took up those, I didn't even take the little escalator. I took the steps. And every step that I took, it just felt heavy. And I was like, man, nah, this is it. Forget it. You know, you don't have to feel. And that's the trick. You know what I mean? You, you, you know, the, you really are tricking yourself that it's just not worth it anymore. So I stood there on the train platform. And I'll never forget it. I still feel the wind from the train and as it's entering. And I wanted to just jump. And God spoke to me in that moment and said, I have more for you. I have more for you. Like whispered in my ear. You know how people say, God whispering in your ear like, oh, that's not a thing. Like, no. God really whispered in my ear and was like, there's more for you. Like, don't don't do this. Like, I'm telling you, I have so much in store for your life, for your journey. Just just don't do this. So. I stayed there and I like felt, you know, I was like moving back and forth from the wind. And then the where I stood was exactly where the train doors opened. And. Usually there's somebody on the side of you trying to sneak in, but I didn't have that. It was like just me and the doors open. And when the doors open, I said, oh, my God, I'm still here. And I stepped onto the train platform and I felt like I was in a new place. I was going somewhere. And my eyes, like I was filled with tears. And I was like, I'm still alive. There's more for me. God has more for me. God has more in store for me. And it's true. I, I never would have had three children. I never would have had, um, you know, a wife, you know, me graduating college uh, from LaGuardia Community College to Berkeley School of Music. I didn't even know I was capable of doing some some of those things to, you know, building over seven recording studios in New York City. I just I didn't see any of it. I just saw my current situation and that I couldn't get out of it. And it does not take away from anyone that may be struggling, you know, mentally where they feel as though they can't produce or do something uh, beyond themselves. I just knew that that was it for me. And now from holding on and really accepting what God had for me. I was I've been able to see things in my life that I never thought 
Like I've been to Japan, you know, Cuba, freaking Prague, Czech Republic, Germany. You know, I've been to different countries. And again, just not even just those experiences, but the experiences of me waking up and bothering my children. Me, you know, daddy, stop it. Like, you know, because I got a booger or something like, you know, th those little moments are the things that really have uh, changed my perspective on what God has for me. And the crazy thing is, you know, when I think about production, I think about producing, I think about, you know, a lot of the things that we create are all written. We write them like, oh, from from the script to the screen. All of these things are thoughts and we write them out and then we produce them. And that's exactly the same thing that God did. And I think about my journey in this week. This week, I um, I stumbled on Instagram and a young lady had posted right before she said, you know, God, just accept me. And everybody's in the comments like, don't do it. You know, like this is it. And she was calling and crying out for help. And the whole night, you know, I hit up a friend like, yo, hit her up, call her, text her. You know, I'm DMing her. I'm like calling her through Instagram and all of these things. And her family got to her just in time. And in production, it could be the depression is crazy. The things that you'll go through, you'll be like, oh, my God, again, I'm going through this situation. You know, I don't know what my next gig is. I don't know. My camera broke my lens. I can't rent. I don't have insurance. Like there's so many things that happen in production, but I'm telling you that there's so much more for you in this world. There's so much more in this space. Just make sure that you are day to day, you know, loving yourself in this industry because it could really tear you down. This industry is hard. And so many people, they, they get caught up in fame, even fortune, whatever it may be. But the, the likelihood of you, you know, producing something that's special is it really depends on you, your mind and you combating anything that may be negative that, you know, that may be negative that you may tell yourself because you also have to accept that. And during that time. When I look back at myself, I said, oh, my gosh, I accepted that, that that's who I believed who I was. And that wasn't true. It just wasn't true. And I think the the mental component of really having those plans and those 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 little those little goals, those daily goals of if you're writing a page and you're thinking that you can't or you are uh, you got writer's block or, you know, your actor canceled on you or the person who's your boom operator just didn't show up. You know, don't don't get discouraged. Don't let or if the film that you produce wasn't what you thought it was going to be or if you produce this music and no one has been listening to it on Spotify. You're like, oh, I did. I put all this work and no one's listened to it. And. I um there's a story I'm unsure exactly who but there's a story about a, a gentleman who was very depressed who wrote, he wrote this book I, and you know please put it in the comments if you know exactly the story I'm talking about 
But basically, from my understanding, he wrote this book and he was going through this stuff through publishers and he was just so distraught. He was so just going through it. And he committed suicide. His mother went in, took the same, same book that he wrote and said, I am going to get this published. She got it published. And it became like a bestseller. I don't know what book it is, but this is a story that someone told me. And I thought that that was phenomenal. I couldn't believe it. I said the same thing that he produced, she just had the will and the power to keep pressing forward. So whatever book, whatever, you know, um, music piece you want to write, even down to, you know, film, anything that you want to produce, I promise you, if you just keep that the next foot forward, you just keep pressing on that you're going to be able to do it. You're going to be able to do it. I like this guy, uh, La Russell. He's been he's been giving gems on podcasts and things like that. And he was just like, you know, even valuing who I am. He he had different meetings with record labels and he had another meeting with a uh, a known DJ. And they were like, man, it's not, you know, he he said I left because they just didn't value my time. And I said, oh, my God, just that part, just that in itself, man, they didn't value my time. So we got up out of there. We left. And then when I went to the record label and they didn't have no money and they wanted to own what I'm everything that I'm producing, that I'm creating, he said, nah, man, we got up out of there. And I think that is important to know your worth, know that you're loved, know that you can really conquer and create and produce anything that, you know, is instilled inside of you. So just continue to follow purpose, continue to create, continue to produce. I promise you production pod, you know, just keep on going. Yo, just keep doing it. And it's going to happen for you. This has been another episode of production pod. Please keep your mental health intact and you can do all things. Peace.